Hey everybody, it's your old pal Mitch Halleck, producer of Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con and CT Gamer Con, both happening at Mohegan Sun. And I just want to let you know, if you're not following us on the almighty social network, you're missing out on a bunch of stuff. So you can follow me on Twitter at It's Terrific Con. That's I-T-S-T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C-O-N. It's Terrific Con. And if you're into gaming, make sure you check us out on Twitter at CT Gamer Con. That's C-T-G-A-M-E-R-C-O-N. And as always, you can look for us on Facebook at Terrificon and CT GamerCon, and we're even on Instagram. So do me a favor and follow me there. Plus, check out my brand new show on YouTube, Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure, where we go every two weeks and look back at the things you love, TV, movies, toys, and more. That's Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure. Now sit back and get ready for another episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Thanks. You're listening to Terrific Con presents the Power Cosmic Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to everything you love. That's comic books, TV, movies, collectibles, and more. Brought to you by Mitchell A.S. Halleck, the producer of Terrific Con, the world's greatest comic con every summer at the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. Join Mitch and his special guest, Jerry Ordway, and his pals all across the comic fandom as they talk about the things you love. Now, sit back, get ready, and listen to today's episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Yeah, that's what I heard. Well, no, not Kevin Smith. Anyway, today is November 4th. And Jerry and I are live on the way. We're on the road again. No GPS because we know where we're going, we think. <laughs> Darn right. You know what I found <laughs> out that the other day when we said that the GPS was screwed up? A guy got hit by a car and died. Oh. No, not to make light of it, but no. that's why we got rerouted. There wasn't an accident because there wasn't a car right, crash. It was a, the road they closed the road, it, yeah, because yeah, I, I told my wife. Now they were, she told me about the mouse thing. I keep thinking there's shit on my feet. <laughs> Jerry's cackling away here because he thinks that there might be a mouse in his car. Not in the car currently, but no, they, but they're, they overnight. It's they, like a bread and bed and bed and bed and breakfast for the mice. That's because Jerry lives out in the country. I have no and, garage. And out in no garage, and there's field mice. And at night, if you're not from the country, if you're a city slicker, well, you have rats in the city. Well, and the rats, yeah, but they don't. Do, well, no, I can tell you. What happens is it's out getting cold out because we're yeah. in November. And I think we had our first frost the other night, yeah, maybe. Was, by us, it was about 20. It's like 30 degrees some degrees night, tonight, yeah. yeah. And what happens is the mice go looking for a warm place to yeah. stay, and they crawl up underneath the car. Into the engine block. Into the engine block yeah, if it's to warm, keep warm. Yeah, the yeah. engine stays warm. Not for just a mice. Hours. I have heard, I had a cat once that did that. Yeah. It, it didn't end well. But, um, Talk about tangents. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. So, anyway. That's the story about the mice. So then since you told me about that, it's kind of like when somebody tells you about ants. Oh. You suddenly get yeah, that yeah, weird thing yeah. that they're crawling all over you. So I keep, like, thinking there's a mouse uh, going to run up my leg. <laughs> that's on anyway. your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. That's that. So now you've learned about mice. And there's nothing you can do about it. Did, did half of the mice die when Thanos snapped? Yeah. 
all well they had a scene what the hell they had a scene where uh, the birds yeah. came back oh, so right, yeah right. all half of the, all the living things went away speaking of Thanos look at that segue Jerry I Jerry I Jerry I slurring I haven't even drank it Jerry and I are on the way to a Marvel movie that's been over what almost a year and a half from when it was supposed to come out yeah it's been delayed for a long time yeah it's just like the world and it's the Eternals based on several stories but mostly Jack Kirby's original stories from the 70s which we talked about briefly and then there was the Neil Gaiman and then there was the Peter Gillis uh one, I think, or was it um, the guy that got his blood mixed in like, the paint? Yeah, I feel like Grunewald did Grunewald, it. yeah, I think Grunewald. Well, keep thinking like of that Squadron Supreme. That Paul Ryan I think that's Squadron was, Supreme, yeah. isn't but it? But it was around after that. In the 80s. Yeah, like 87 or 88. Or no, maybe even, yeah, around 88, L- 89. Little known superhero group, if they are superheroes, they're kind of like alien beings, I think. Or gods. Are Dem- they alien beings? Are they demigods? They're... Well, the Celestials are the big super gods in the Marvel Universe. And the Eternals were created by the Celestials. But they're not human. They're not human. They're so alien. I'm gonna so, say yeah. They're demigods. They're demigods. Or are they like Ego with the little C? Because yeah. he said that. He goes, oh, I'm not a, a god. I'm a Celestial. Right. So they've been in the movies before. And they showed it real briefly in the Guardians of the Galaxy when one of them showed up with the Power Stone thing and wiped out the whole planet. Remember you had it? Like the little stone? If you, It was a big celestial. Oh, and yeah. one of that well, celestial's they, they had head. giant head. It, yeah. They, nowhere. It was, yeah, it was like a, it was a flo- city yeah, the, yeah. in the skull. So they've shown the celestials in the past. So They're that big that they were living inside of it. I mean, that's pretty... That's pretty big. Yeah, that's godlike. <laughs> so, I mean, if they were here now, they'd fill up the whole sky. So anyway, don't know much about the movie... But have you avoided spoilers? Uh, Consciously, I think Britney Spears is in it. That's all. I know. Oh, all right. No, uh, it, you, I try not to because I don't. You told me the other day about the Rotten Tomatoes. I don't yeah. want to know anything about it because why ruin it? Yeah. Well, people have been. I think people there's again. It seems like people are trying to bomb ruin, it, ruin the ratings before anybody's seen it, and yeah. that's like a new. That's a thing. You know, yeah. yeah, it's like uh, graffitiing somebody's uh, window front or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just because they can. Yeah, and right. it's—I mean, there's—you know—it it, people are spiteful. Yeah, they are. It's like, oh, this doesn't represent me, or I'm mad because it doesn't represent. It's just me. a movie. It's a movie. They're all just movies, just like they're all comics. You know. I'm trying to uh, think of it as a. Remember the sense of wonderment people had back in the '70s, or maybe I was just stupid. I was a kid, but. UFOs, Bigfoot, yeah. mythology, all that stuff. It was like, well, that's kind of cool. But now it's all people believe it, I think, as real. The whole UFO thing that's a basis for the Eternals because it talks about ancient civilizations. It talks about people helping ancient man, yeah. you know, build things and society. You know, and you even said it kind of takes away a little bit from the... Uh, human ingenuity oh, yeah. you know you start, it's like hey well we right. couldn't do it uh, if you save somebody built big papa had to come down from the space yeah. man and, i mean you know, that it's it's fascinating but i think that science and scientists have pr- proven that 
they can move those big stones that made the pyramids. Well, Tony... And it gives people more... I mean, it's like, okay, people did this. Yeah, I talked to Tony, and he watches Ancient Aliens, and he knows a lot about that stuff. He said that one of the writers... I'm going to say his name is Graham. Okay. I can't remember. He uh, did the thing about the Holy Grail. Not Graham Norton, but Graham, some, Graham Norton's a talk show guy. Graham, I can't think of his name. He said, basically, the theory is that the human race did all those things, had all that technology, but because of some cataclysmic event, they lost, they lost all the technology and the, the writings and all the background yeah. information and had to start from scratch. So because of that, that's why you're all sitting there going, well, how the hell did they build this? Because yeah. all the blueprints, like if they had an EMP right now, right. electric magnetic pulse that went off and wiped out all the computers and all the data that's on yeah. hard drives... Unless it's written down, you ain't gonna, and then the other thing is, if they write it down, it's on paper, yeah. so that's not going to last forever. Well, I mean, the, so you, you you put it in stone. Yeah, the big you know? thing is, if you think about if you think about the uh, amount of knowledge that's passed down, yeah, a lot of early knowledge is passed down verbally from yep. generation to generation. But like you said, they wrote on stones, yeah, and then they get but it. They, wrote if it. they wrote on paper, paper has a, sh- a life, you know, yeah. like there's manuscripts. There was no that CGC for a long time. They weren't but bagging and boarding. If there's a fire or something like that, you know, it's it's not going to survive that. So yeah. or the conquering uh, whatever army yeah. comes in and burns all yeah. your stuff because they won, and they're like, "Screw you, we're out of here." Yeah, I mean, the only th- I mean, you think about it, were there spaceships? Yeah, you know, was there a race that was here before? Well, what do you think about when they show those things like over in the the oh, oh, the old paintings when you uh, see like the UFO? Yeah, there's that. And I was thinking of the. Uh, the oh, what is the thing? The Inca lines in Peru. It was in the Indiana oh, Jones oh, the, Nazca lines. Right. So you can only see them from a great height, right? right. Because you know it's like you drawn with a pencil yeah. on the ground. You don't see what you're doing. But if you stand a hundred feet up, you see that you're drawing this giant like silhouette yeah. of a creature. What do you think about that stuff? Well, I mean, how I did they pull that off without flight? I think people look to the skies forever. Do you think the they have like a hot air balloon? Like what's or up there? I yeah. don't know. I mean, I don't know how you. You'd have to be a pretty amazing mathematician to figure out how to draw that from ground level. Yeah. What about yeah. like the landlines around the Earth? Like oh, if the you, ley lines. Ley lines. Yeah, you yeah. go to look, and suddenly the pyramids of Mexico are lining up with the pyramids of Egypt, which line yeah. up with the other. I mean, it's hard. Again, it, it's easy to think about something. I, I still do think my. It's not something I would bet on but what a fun theory that I think of is we know that a long time ago Mars was probably inhab- was probably yeah. habitable there was something and the other day they found some kind of molecules that were like life like, things you know for what we know if the sun was hotter maybe earth you know what I mean like yeah, the, the, just, the sun the, is cooling off a little even if it's by the Goldilocks spot they said it's a right spot for life if you life. had yeah. a situation where Mars was getting colder yeah, and or their world was dying. Would and they, they built go, a ship and came over here? You know, would you send an ark? I mean, it's interesting yeah. as a, a scientific thing just to think. Well, if they had a ship, yeah. would a ship? You know, dinosaur no, I've bones heard this can before. survive under yeah. specific conditions, but would a ship or parts of a ship survive? And you think, well, in our brains, we're thinking you'd make a ship out of metal. Yeah. But if you were an advanced technology, you could be making a ship out of, out of some kind of plastic. Or something or, that would yeah, actually something like that. not, yeah. you know, that might melt or that wouldn't uh, stand the test of... No, I just thought of a rock because that they survive yeah. when a meteorite comes through. Yeah. 
so I mean, maybe there's, there's, it's like Superman. And again, like yeah. you're saying, one of the things I think about with people digitizing everything is that yeah, paper's not permanent, but paper's no. longer lasting than a computer program or a device that could become unless know, it gets burned or washed away. Or, yeah, I mean, well, you, no. When I talked about a big cataclysmic event, they talk about like what if there was a big flood. Yeah. Like the something happened right, and right. people got washed out to sea, or well, and you mentioned the the electromagnetic. There's yeah. been much worse electromagnetic storms even in our lifetime. There was one in the nineties. It was just one last, but week. it was. But I'm saying like a huge, huge storm that if we had all the internet technology up and running the way we do now, it would have definitely oh, knocked yeah. out, knocked yeah. out. You know, and then as we're dealing with plagues, no, we're dealing with viruses right now. What if there was a big virus that came through and wiped out a lot of the population because they couldn't come up with an antibiotic or, yeah. or a vaccination or something? Well, there's there's also, I mean, they are still trying to figure out why the dinosaurs. I mean, there's theories, the yeah, theory the about asteroid, the giant asteroid yeah. and, the and changing the, you know, changes the weather drastically. I mean, these things probably well, happen on. A regular basis. I think of the scary thing. You ever hear of the Tsar bomb? The thing the Russians blew up in like the early 60s, which was like oh, oh, the, yeah, one the, of the biggest explosions the, ever. Like the, uh, yeah, Sakharov. Hydrogen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he did the calculation. Yeah. It was felt for like 300 miles, but if he did it the right way, it would have been even worse, yeah. but he just like took it down to like 10% of what it could have been. Right. Think about that. What if some nutcase came up with some big bomb back in like a million years ago and they yeah. blew it up and there was nothing left of the earth because it you know nuclear winter wiped out the, the daylight and everything died off yeah. and well there's a, know, I mean again a lot there's a lot, a lot of, could have happened a lot of interesting theories about how the where the moon come from comes. oh I've seen that where yeah. something smashes into the earth and the debris floats up and then it yeah. forms the moon and yeah. of course you know you can't look at that and, and visualize it because it happens over such a such a long time yeah but when you look at I think the most fascinating thing that they never taught us in school is is if you see a computer model of our solar system. Yeah. Is the fact that it's moving. Yeah, it it's is. Not it's not like moving. just things yeah. spinning around. No, other it's, things. it's 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 moving at a high speed yeah, as it's rotating. As it's so going, it's like yeah. almost going towards something. Or well, away, it's supposed away to collide something. with the Alpha Centauri galaxy or something it's just like interesting that. Because, so many billions of years. You know, when we were kids in yeah. school, they might have had like a mobile with the planets. Yeah. And you didn't really get a sense of the motion. Right. But when you start thinking about the entire our entire galaxy moving at a high rate of speed as things are rotating yeah, around. Yeah, a big bang. Things are it's going outwards. It's kind of yeah. amazing. Oh, know? I think it's bizarre. I was watching some special about how far the Voyager ships are and the Pioneers and all that stuff outside of interstellar yeah, yeah. space because they've left our solar system and they're out there amongst like yeah. outer space, outer space, and the amount of radiation that they said they're hitting. And yeah. then some of them still work. Yeah. They said it takes forever for a signal to get here, but it's yeah. like, hey, guess what? I'm still here. Which Just imagine kind of, that, that little, the, how small that thing is in the grand scheme of how big everything is, you know, it's just well, floating again, out though, there. Well, again, though, I mean, we, we see everything as moving kind of slowly. Oh, no, it's going pretty fast but because you, it's picked yeah. up speed from all the gravitational But also, you stuff. think about, like, how does how does a, an, an insect that has a lifespan of a year yeah. or something, a couple days. how does it perceive the world? Yeah. I mean, are we moving, are we even moving to them? You know, are we moving in slow motion? By comparison, from their view, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's stuff that you don't, I guess, don't think about. Oh no, no, I saw. I, there's a thing on uh, YouTube's got a great bunch of videos for this stuff, and it's like, here's the world, and they go, how big is everything? And they go, 
our sun is this big. There's yeah. other suns like Betelgeuse, right. which is Gigantic. like 200 times bigger than our sun because it's a red dwarf or some red sun or whatever. And then they go bigger and bigger and bigger. And then they show, here's the Milky Way galaxy. Oh, by the way, there's billions of other galaxies. Right. Oh, and by the way, beyond that, there's this. And they're like, they're all going away from something because the Big Bang exploded yeah. and all. The, your head hurts when you start to think of all this because it's like you'll never understand it. Because well, I think it's fascinating that people have translated that the world into mathematics yeah you know what I mean like Einstein and the other scientists coming up with theories to like if, if this is our gravity yeah and this is you know I mean they, they they can't quite figure it out so they have like variables or they have equations whereas the extra like, gravity that should be oh, there there's like a big black yeah. hole that they found yeah. in the center of our galaxy we're like well what the well, hell is that black holes kind of are I think they even started thinking of them because the math didn't work as yeah. far as you know the yeah, where's gravity the gravity and the light yeah. going yeah. over here so it's got to be a black hole so I mean all that stuff has got nothing to do with the Eternals <laughs> no it does in a weird way because if you think there's alien life out there and there's got to be because there's just the odds of there's so many planets and so many systems and you got to have something there what if they come to earth I go it's like me going to no offense to Sioux City, Iowa but it's like me going on a trip somewhere am I going to go to like Sioux City, Iowa or Des Moines or am I going to go to you know Disney World or something that's like oh let's go to that galaxy there's more planets there's more stuff to do over there oh let's go to the earth why? And it's a bunch of like what they, they got great it? donuts. They got great donuts. What do they say in Howard the Duck? They're a bunch of hairless apes walking around with clothes on and fighting about dead president's sons coming back. And he's kind of like, that's the best you got, you know? It so. is pretty funny. I mean, there's so many. I guess when you think about why, where would you go if you could go anywhere? Yeah. I mean, it, some people are travelers. Some people like to explore. Like this. Some find people want to stay at home, but. I'm always more intrigued by the idea of visiting the past. Yeah. You know? That'd be cool. I find that more intriguing. Well, you'd never know. That's the whole thing about time travel. Yeah. There could be somebody going back there all the time and altering stuff, but you don't know. Yeah. Because, you know. Well, I told you I figured out time travel when I was like nine years old. I was in school. And it was like it's something about you can only go back and forth within your own life. Right. And you can send messages back and forth to yourself. So if I'm sitting in my classroom in second grade going, I'm going to send a message to 55-year-old Mitch on Tuesday, 2021. Don't go to this movie because this will happen. And then I'm like, thanks, Mitch, from 1972 for that little bit of info. And we're just going back and forth. And now we have two cars that are both turning at the same time. But you're actually saying that if you were... You can only time travel within your within your lifespan, but you yeah. can only go forward. You can only go forward, but you leave like little post-it notes for yourself. In the, yeah. Like if I, oh, you know, ten years from now, tell Jerry on this day, don't go here, and then ten years from now that happens, and you're like, I forgot to tell Jerry. But how would you know ten years ago? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> it's different if you can send a my message back. My head hurts. Yes, if you yes, can send, send, send a message back backwards, then you like can invest in Apple. Yeah. yeah, go buy stock and something, you know. <laughs> well, then their other theory was if you if you move fast enough, you can see yourself. That was the other thing I thought, kind of like a flash thing, like yeah. you're, you're you're occupying the same space at the same time, and you're just going through them like a ghost. You're yeah. like, you know, you're there, and you've driven down this road a million times, but somewhere in this spot. Yeah. There's the other Jerry driving in the car on the way to a different movie. I'm stuck in traffic. I'm on stuck the other in traffic. Side. On the, yeah, you're like, hey, buddy. 
I've already so, seen the movie. <laughs> well, you've heard that, that there's all these parallel dimensions and multiverses and all well, that. Well, everybody, so. I think we've all had deja vu, and deja yeah. vu is always interesting because I think they've figured out that it's some kind of weird synapse in your brain that you gives you the impression of distance or t- time variant, but it's actually happening right then, so it's not so unusual to, oh. like... You know, gee, I, I just saw a truck. I had a deja vu. No, you know what's just the thing like is, that, but it's like your brain's doing a little I, I, yeah, stutter. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I, what they say. I think you're thinking of so many things, like a computer, all yeah. at the same time. So maybe this is along what you're saying. That if I go, oh, I wonder what um, Howard Chaykin's doing, right? And then boom, there's a thing about Howard Chaykin right there, only because it's going a zillion thoughts right, a minute right. so it's like oh I just thought of Howard Chicken and suddenly I just saw no odds are it was just one of your little synapses yeah. that's devoted to Howard Chicken, which is a scary thought yeah. alone but see but, I mean you think about it when you're say a writer or yeah. a scientist or anything that where you're creating something where do these things come from you know you often I often think like it's oh, one I thing think to what, be in the what midst. makes you a, a person I've thought of that too but like, I mean like if, what, if you're in the midst of, of trying to write a story sometimes yeah. it, it does feel like it's writing itself yeah I mean it it's, doesn't mean it doesn't require work but no. I, I wonder like with a scientist scientists often take inspiration from science fiction right and a lot of what we had in the 60s or the 50s uh, in, in, in essence was inspired by maybe a a scientist as a kid reading a science fiction magazine yeah. and seeing, oh, look, here's what the future is going to be. So you actually work towards that, which which makes sense. But uh, but but where do these ideas, you know, yeah. spring from? Well, as we're about to go see the Eternals, bring it back on track, so people go, <laughs> what the hell kind of show is this about comic books? <laughs> Jack Kirby. Now you're a little older than I was. Uh, my dad read that book, Chariots of the Gods. I remember seeing that yeah. paperback around our house as a kid. And then there was a lot of these, like in search of shows I'd mm-hmm. watch with Leonard Nimoy. Was do you remember when this was like a big deal? Because Jack Kirby like start reading about this stuff and go, "Hey, let me use that as a basis for like the new gods or yeah, well, Kirby, or the Eternals." I, you know, he was into this. One of the things you could find in if you look at Kirby comics, yeah, people often think, "Oh, the you know again where the ideas come from." Jack's stuff, they go, oh, what an amazing imagination. Where did he come up with this or this? But as you figure out, it's like, oh, he watched the Universal Monster movie. Yeah. Maybe yeah. while he was working on TV and the know, New York Channel or whatever. Yeah. And they, they came up with the idea of Frankenstein frozen in suspended animation. Yep. And cosmic rays. And out in the yeah. you know, more present day and all this stuff. So, I mean, you know, we're all like, Absorbing ideas of stuff that we've read, people that we've encountered, yeah. and then you mix them up, you know. So, for me, what's like uh, the UFO stuff? Really, I know it started in the forties, mm-hmm. you know, like the late forties. But in a in a way, when you start seeing the seventies, were a big you know time for UFO sightings and stuff. Yeah, there were a lot of sightings, and people were talking about. There was a lot of new age stuff too, like pyramid power and all that stuff came about. And uh, you know, the alien abduction thing was 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 being written about. I remember Betty and Barney Hill. I remember watching that James Earl Jones. It was a TV movie, the abduction. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of yeah, Yeah. a lot of this stuff. You you, I think about it from an adult perspective, and I go, well, you know, back then we also had the CIA, you know, experimenting with LSD, LSD, different drugs, and. 
you know. No, seriously. So if, yeah. if, if somebody whole, what wanted... What is it, MK something? If, yeah, MK Ultra. If you wanted yeah. something, like, that was good cover, so someone wouldn't say, hey, we just abducted these people and just goofed around with them to see if... Whatever. Just yeah. to, to judge the results. Yeah. Maybe Why you, not tell maybe them? Maybe you plug in a little hint of something that would... You know, for most people would see and they'd go, I never believe that. Those guys are, you know, yeah. they didn't, they weren't abducted by aliens. Aliens don't exist. It's a bunch of I dudes mean, putting some LSD in their yeah. drink and then putting a, a yeah. hard But I mean, you, you, su- yeah. you, you make a suggestion and it, it gives you a cover story. Yeah. That seems more realistic. But, you know, people have seen UFOs and I saw a UFO and I can explain it. All right. Now, here's how the uh, bleeding cool headline. Jerry Ordway says Jack Kirby on acid. <laughs> All right. And on that note, we're going to pause it. We're going to go see the movie, and then we'll give you our <laughs> car ride uh, review on the way back. Non-spoiler. Goodbye. All right. Immediate reaction, Jerry. We're out of the theater now. We've got full of <laughs> Vim and Vinegar. We're in the car. Vim, 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 Vim and vinegar. vinegar. You know those two guys, yeah, right? Yeah. Here we go. you got to go oh, that okay. way. Take a right. Again, this is for our... Listener Tom out there. Jerry's driving, so I get to uh, hold the the microphone here. So, so we just saw Eternals. It was I got to just say real quick. It was a little long. Only well, it was a little long yeah. because they showed had to be twenty five minutes of there trailers. Was, yeah, and there, yeah, there it's, were also the movie. Yeah, moves forward. There's a lot of flashbacks within the movie. Yeah, and I think that kind of gives you a little bit of a extended. It's, it was supposed to start at six o'clock when the final last scene showed after the credits because there's two after credit scenes yeah. I looked at you I said what time is it and you go 8.55 I go what are you talking about <laughs> we were here for three hours okay minus the 30 minutes of trailers then you gotta sit through the 10 minutes of well I don't think it's 10 minutes how, many, how long are those trailers the, the there credits there a lot of trailers no I mean the credits oh at the, the post credits yeah, yeah it's probably, probably seven minutes yeah. Yeah. anyway but back to the movie different than all the other Marvel movies because we got a whole new bunch of characters. Yeah. So there's a lot of intros. A lot of introductions. And a lot of backstory, I think. A lot that of backstory. Yeah. So yeah. It, it feels like, for me, it felt... It, eternal. It feel long, but yeah. when it kicks in, it, it's good. Yeah. And there's a point yeah. where, where all the setup is done and then it it kind of hits the ground. Some very good performances, very funny. The yeah. uh, I, mean, I don't know how... I'm going to butcher these people's names, but... Kamal. Kamal. Is that I don't um, know who he is, but you told me he's Johnny. on. What show was he on? He was on Silicon, uh, Silicon Valley. Valley. Yeah, very he, funny, and him and his assistant uh, that runs around the movie, very funny. Yeah. The two of them. You needed that though. Yeah. Because you have these, you know, people that aren't from the earth, so you need to have some type of human connection with the picture. So yeah. I'm like, you got to identify with somebody. I can't yeah. identify with eternal beings, even though, you know, I am. <laughs> Are the you immortal? Eternal? Yes, I am. <laughs> I and you're more, uh, like, you're more like one of the uh, the deviants, no, the big slug like creatures on the bottom. Who I gotta admit were you know Brian Mind Nerding, a terrific on guest from 2017, is the head of the art department there. He always does a good job on yeah. the designs, you know, yeah. trying to incorporate the Kirby look. He did at one point. I told you those. If you look, they have like the white circle yeah, things you that get Kirby a little had. sense of it. Yeah, if you know your I mean, comic they, history, they need to. Obviously, they're not going to make a Jack Kirby. No. I think it would be cool to see. You, the closest who came to that was the guy from Ragnarok to yeah. Kitty. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Because the design, 
he had that look yeah. in the background with some of the soldiers. Yeah, no, he used the, the Kirby, the Kirby the, the circles thing. Kind of I was hoping stuff. Kirby Crackle would be on the screen. I really was deep down. I was like, maybe when they're shooting laser bolts, yeah, you could see like some kind of little black dot effect. Well, I think that again, somebody had mentioned about how they will bring in a new director who's kind of an indie director, but they actually have all the. So special effects stuff all planned out, yeah, and, yeah. and the sequences, the battle sequences. If and you go straight, we can go up the side road because you're going to need to go yeah. there. And uh, Angelie Jolie, I told you, in a lot more than I thought. Selma Hayek, again, I thought there was going to be just like glorified cameos, yeah. but no, they they no, have big parts of the movie. Yeah, they're definitely in substantial parts of the film. I don't, I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I don't know who those other guys were. The um, which ones? The Icarus was he on Game of Thrones? You're gonna take a left. Yeah, the both Icarus and the Dane Whitman. The other who's Jon Snow? Is that the one with the beard? Jon Snow was the was Dane Dane Whitman. Whitman. And that's why when they were together on screen, people in the audience were kind of laughing a bit because they know each other from that show. Well, they were both. Yeah, they were. I think Richard Madden is not on Game of Thrones very much because I think he got killed off. Oh, because I, when they met each other real quickly, I heard people in the audience like, oh, look, that's them. I was like, is that like Hawkeye yeah. and Trapper meeting each other yeah, no, on I screen? I think he was one of the... Um, Kings or something? One of the sons who... Maybe the one who gets killed in oh. the Red Wedding or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. the other character... You know, he he survives up. He's the, the big zombie the guy. I know he has to like watch no, he the wall. Through the, the whole move, through the whole yeah, series. but doesn't he have to? He's cursed to go like watch guard on some kind of wall from the zombie oh, yeah. people coming. Yeah, but he's not a zombie. And some kind of he sword has, and sorcery nonsense. <laughs> I, I, I never. I, I try to watch it, but then I, I get a little. I really like, liked come it. On. I did like it. I, I, I Everyone's. I like the the woman that played the uh, the evil queen. There, she was hot. She was she in. Um, in the she was in the Terminator TV show. Oh, oh, you're okay. We're so this is like the guy who likes his, <laughs> no. he likes those uh, <laughs> the random thought. We're suddenly no, talking yeah, what's about, the actress's name? She was also in Dread. Yeah, no, I know. she was you know who she is. You know, Lena, you know. Lena Headley, 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 Headley. Yes, she's not in this movie, but we're gonna go in that you're gonna, yeah, but yeah, just stay on this road. I know, but I'm this is how it happens the, every time. <laughs> you said it was next thing you know, we're gonna end up at the McDonald's because nothing's open. We left the movie. <laughs> we saw our buddies there. They're like, "How'd you like the movie?" I'm like, "Well, you gotta wait for the review." But yeah, now they're, they're hearing it now. This the, is our fans. The, your uh, your Terrificon fans. Yes, yes, yeah. They even have this support. The the they are. They're always behind us. Like, but I'm glad they agree with us. They go, "Oh, Venom was horrible." I go, "Thank you," <laughs> because it made a gazillion dollars. And I'm like, "Hey, well, then I, I told you I don't want to we like release people's we movie." The yeah, Venom thing. yeah. You said it's on this side, right? Yeah, but not yet. No, but I was going to say the, I should get into the red light. <laughs> Going through a red light, <laughs> right through. So yes, uh, they so support funny. the uh, the show. I don't want to. I'm going to withhold people's names to protect the innocent. You never <laughs> know. Buddy. You know. You know. You, you know. know, you're you know yeah, 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 your fandom, <laughs> Mitchie. I don't want to get out there. Also, uh, one day. I, I, oh well, that's another story. I can't tell that one on Mike. I send. Wait, is this another I, tangent? <laughs> no, I did see somebody, and I mentioned it, and then somebody goes. That guy was supposed to be at work. I go, what? <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, it wasn't him. Did I say him? They're like, yeah, you did. I go, oh, no, I didn't mean him. Yeah, oh, we don't want to get anybody in trouble. No. He was with his girlfriend. What girlfriend? So, He's married. What? Know, we, we oh. can, the only, go back to the Eternals. The only spoiler we give people is, is to make sure they stay through two There's things. two post-credit scenes. Who looks? It's Merry Christmas. Anyway. So... <laughs> There's, There's two, two post-credit post scenes, scenes. So it's, it's and I kind of spoiled one, but it's not my fault. But it's worth staying all Harry the way Styles. through. At that light, you're going to take yeah. a left. 
You want to stay through the entire uh, you do. credit scene. I mean, i got to give... It's really hard to come up with an entire new superhero story yeah. from people you don't know about. Well, that's what I say. Like, Wait, that's, is this place even open? That's where the, you get the uh, slow build because you really do have to you introduce... You have to introduce everybody. Like, what, eight characters? All right. So there's a lot of characters. Plan B. You're the one who said it was he in here, Mitch. I was going to go there, but I, it's an empty... No, oh, it's I, down at the end. It's okay. down at the end. Oh, there's like two cars here. That's fine. <laughs> We're going... Jerry and I are now going... Into, <laughs> this is how we ended up at that diner last time because everything was freaking closed. We go to a 6 o'clock movie. We figure we're going to be out by 8.30. Plenty of time to get beer and pizza. The next thing you know, it's 9.30 or is, 9.45 right here. So is Thursday just not a night for anybody I, to I do I guess anything? we live in the armpit of New what England. What do we think? They're wiping the tables off. Are you kidding me? No, I'm There's cars. Yeah, all right. We're going to find out. <laughs> There's like three cars, and one of them is the guy cleaning up. Well, right here. It's now 9.45. Watch so. this go. Sorry, guys. The bar is closed. You want to run in? I'll keep the car right. I'm going to go see. If they go... Is it, wanna... If they say the kitchen's closed, yeah. we're not staying here. Are we going in there? We can both. All right, we're going to pause this. Bye. <laughs> we well, the door was locked there, so we're not going there. They, I think they see us coming. They go, quick, it's Mitch and Jerry. Lock the door. So much for that. <laughs> About five more minutes. Hey, guys, Click. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. There used to be a bar and a restaurant in the movie theater. Yeah. But that's gone now. So, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not going to get a car crash in the parking lot. Well, I could. I so you're could. sober. Uh, so, anyway, back to the Eternals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so much for that. It was kind of. What? It looks like I think a nice a bar place. would be open past nine o'clock. What is this? Like an Amish town? <laughs> What, they got butter churning tomorrow morning? (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go milk a cow. Jesus Christ. All right. Good thing they had those Twizzlers. It's the only thing keeping me alive right now. And that that bottle of water. I gotta remember. (laughs) The cows. Look, Panera bread. (laughs) Do they sell beer? Yeah. There you go. They make it from bread. Yeah, suddenly it's like they're from like Pepperidge Farms. Pepperidge fans. I remember. <laughs> All right. So yeah, there we were. I don't. I, Eternals. I don't. I, I'm not going to go see it again. Well, not that there's anything wrong with the movie, but usually most Marvel yeah. movies I see twice. Shang Chi came and went so fast, there wasn't a chance, and it's already on um, Disney Plus next yeah. Friday, November twelfth. Well, see, I saw Ch- Shang Chi. You twice saw it twice because I went with my daughter. Did you want to? Oh, we could. I don't know. Keep going. Is there people? I think there's people I mean, in there, right? Yeah, I don't know how late Chili's. Jesus is. God, we could check it. It's become this now. Yeah, there's at least there's cars. Yeah. Oh, no. Every time we walk into a place, it closes. I bet you it's closed like at eleven. There's little kids in there. Maybe we'll get a kids meal. <laughs> All right. This is a handy. You can't park here. What this one? No, no it says right there. Reserved. This is for the people. Orders. Yeah. I, well, you can park there though. <laughs> Riveting, riveting conversation. What a podcast! It's like we're gonna move it's like you're feet. in the car with Mitch and Jerry yeah, talking we'll about movies. Feet. And is this gonna be? Yeah, you? I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. All right, we'll stop this again now. We'll let you know. Bye. <laughs> so there we were. All right, we're back to this. <laughs> are we gonna be like? Yeah. <laughs> and then the movie was like it was in color. So I said so. 
Uh, without spoiling it, I said soundtrack very enjoyable. A lot of different. Um, oh yeah, there were songs. Good, very diverse. Very Guardians Box. of the Galaxy. Box. Right. With that, and um, kind of like with Shang Chi though, using the Eagles. Remember that? They yeah. used Hotel California was like a kind of a centerpiece of that. Movie. I noticed when the Marvel fanfare, it didn't start with the traditional Marvel music, and I kind of no, was like. Had, Disappointed because I was always waiting for the, the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the yeah. Moon. Yeah, cool. I'm like, okay. I mean, because it's a got it's got a really long, uh, you know what? Opening. I'm gonna say, and again, not ruin anything. When you see the celestial guy, Ar- Ar- Arnim, Arnim, I don't know, Ar- Aranim, <laughs> Arnim Zola, no, Arith, Aranim, Arith, well, something with an A. The big red guy. I know. When I mean, he shows up and he's bigger than the Earth. Yeah, no, he's, he's. It just gets you like, okay. That's kind of cool, though. I know, Do but it is. But are like, are they really there? Because he disappears. I'm like, is he physically there, or is it just like a, a projection? Well, if I he don't was, know. if he was physically there, the Earth would be thrown from its orbit. Right, there would be like gravitational, gravitational pulls when he. Uh, so you think out it's just way. like a projection? Yeah, it's some kind of projection. Yeah. The celestials they show him in the previous movies. No, oh, don't do that, man, because the the fuzz will get us. Mitch and Jerry get arrested tonight on the Power of Cosmic podcast. Yeah. Hey, our special guest, yeah. Officer O'Leary. <laughs> you guys want to walk a straight line? Sure. Um, uh, no, going back to the Celestials, because they showed the head, we said yeah. earlier, was big enough that they could fly the Guardians of the Galaxy right. ship in. Right. So if it's, it's you know, in the comic, it's in the Earth like an egg. So you're like, well, how big is this damn thing? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean... Again, that's a spoiler. It's a scale. No, but it was in the comic. Okay. Whatever. Did you think this was a faithful uh, interpretation of the original Jack Kirby source material? Or as close as they could? Yeah, again, I mean, did we talk about it on Sunday? When yeah, we, we said that Jack... The fact that you, you come ideas. up with an open-ended concept. You don't come up with a closed yeah. concept. It's not a mini-series. It's meant he to didn't even stay with the run. whole series, you know. That he one, left it, ran, it. No, I thought it that ran one for like twenty something issues. Did, but no, he did all of them. He, no, ran, I don't think he did them he all. He did. I think he the only one that he actually that continued. Machine Man continued after him. Yeah, and um, that Devil Dinosaur. Uh, Commandy continued after him only yeah. by virtue of the timing, I guess, of when he left. Oh. Yeah. No. It. It. it I think. It's funny though. Someone, I don't know if you. Yeah, we talked about the Machine Man thing, didn't we? Yeah, it was the in X fifty one. Third of uh, two thousand and one. But he had the number on his forehead X fifty one, which was supposedly the what Marvel's internal code, like billing code. For, oh, I didn't know that. For the first Iron Man, oh. which Kirby thought he was going to be drawing because he designed it. X fifty one. It was yeah. It was like their internal code for like oh. accounting. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, I know he did the big clunky Iron Man, the big yeah. yellow suit, but then was it Dicko or Wally Wood that did the red? No, no Dicko Don did Jack the red. changed. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, Don he did a red and yellow one. It, yeah. But Dicko designed the red and yellow one. Yeah. So, so I thought the Celestials came off. That was kind of cool. I mean, they, yeah. were, they should be big. Yeah. They should be imposing. Um, but I'm wondering, like, do you think the kids are going to rally behind these new group of heroes? Well, Xerxes and it remind, Icarus you know what it reminded and me of? Mercury. It, it did remind me, even though it didn't have the levity of Guardians of the Galaxy, it had that, it was like you were seeing a new, yeah. you know, a new group. Yeah, because Guardians didn't have any cool. reference to the Avengers. Yeah. This one was set on the Earth, so, you, you know. But, I mean, it had, it, it, you were, you're basically seeing a new 
potential franchise, but yeah. even if it's not, if there isn't an Eternals two, they're going to be in the other movies. Right. They're, they're definitely part of whatever that next wave is. Don't you think? Yeah. No, I'm saying even at the end of Guardians and Galaxy, it just said the Guardians would return. Yeah. It didn't say there was going to be a second movie. Yeah. This one says the Eternals will return. Yeah. Again, they didn't say Eternals two coming out next month. Right. So. They're going to be. I don't in, know. In the next. I James guess it Bond. depends on the box office. They're going to be in the next James Bond. <laughs> You know, speaking of movies, speaking of sequels to movies that you never thought, real quick, Buckaroo Banzai, there was a book at the store, the comic store yesterday, and I picked it up, and of course it was a novel with words in it, prose, with no pictures and no graphic novels. I'm like, I can't read this, but it was a sequel (laughs) to uh, Buckaroo Banzai. Was this the... uh, the one where it was originally pitched. Yes, the one that said the fight against the International League of Evil oh, right, or something. Right. Oh, I, it was I at the store. That. I picked it up. I put it on Facebook. My God, there was like 50 people that responded like, oh my God, where is this? I've been waiting 40 years to see the so sequel. wait, they had it at the comic They had shop? it two copies at the comic shop. No, yesterday. really? That's yeah. crazy. I was like, who ordered I this? Well, I actually might have uh, picked up something like that. Well, I did a double take because it's a very artsy cover. And it is a, a It novel. says right there. It says Buckaroo Bonsai right on the cover. But it is definitely a novel. It is a novel. I opened and it up to it see if there's pictures. It is not written by the guy uh, Richter, W.D. Richter. Yeah. It's another the, person. Was W.D. Richter a pen name? Uh, I thought that was his name. Okay. For Ernest Hemingway. Um, <laughs> J.D. Salinger. J.D. Salinger wrote the Buckaroo Bonsai. <laughs> not many people know that. So, I'm going back to this... Well, you're going to say Rachel always goes to movies with you. Are you going to take Rachel to see Eternals? It depends if she wants to see it. All right. I mean, she she wanted to see Shang-Chi. Yeah. I don't know if she cares. I mean, in this case... I, I got to be honest. No one really has an interest in my house. I mean, I asked Spencer. He goes, no. Yeah. Because they never heard of Eternals. It's very yeah. hard to sell. It's like, well, it's a book. It's a movie based on a short-run comic. Yeah. And you never heard of these characters. They're like, what? So it's, part of it is always interesting. It, it feels a little bit like Marvel is preempting DC doing New Gods. Oh, is that why? I thought no, it was I'm odd that they it jumped feels on this. Like, it feels well. You heard the New Gods project got scrapped, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, because they said well, they're oh, claiming it was because of, I, I it think was claiming because of Zack Snyder's. Uh, I think that's total. I was BS. like, why would they do that? No, I think it's total BS. Someone had mentioned too that they they went through like f- several screenplays. Yeah. Which indicates the studio wasn't satisfied. Well, I heard Tom King was working with the director. Yeah, he did do one. Yeah, and she was saying, "Oh no, because uh, and it's not uh, because people don't know what we're talking about. Because Apocalypse and Granny Goodness and what's the other character? Dark Side Side. showed up in in the Justice League Snyder Snyder Cut. cut, That they decided to pull the plug on a new new. It makes no sense. No, that's not. But that's what I heard. It seems like an excuse. Yeah. But no, I was going to say... Too bad, like, though. It would have been interesting to if, see why they did it. If the studio re- keeps commissioning scripts... Yeah. That means that the director could be happy with any number of them, but the studio's not happy, and they're the ones yeah. that put up the money, so... Well, I don't know. But Do you think feels, Warner Brothers is playing it close to the chest? Like, they didn't want to make Dune 2 until they had some money in the bank? They're yeah, being very that, cautious with their money? Well, I think that they... Think about that with Dune. They probably based it on... What you had said, the servers crashing. Yeah, yeah. So they, they know that they got a lot of people watching it on HBO Max. Yeah. And it still made like $40 million in, the, it did. in the theaters. It did. So that's like, okay. But yeah. I told you tonight when we were at the theater, I looked, it wasn't playing in any other of these screenings. Yeah. And we were like, uh, what, 
12, 15 screen yeah, but place? Bond was like that too. When I went to see Bond, that was the week Yeah, but after Dune just Eternals. came out two weeks ago. I mean, after uh, Dune came out. Oh, Bond wasn't playing when Dune came Bond out? Bond was only in like, like a couple of shows, but it wasn't in oh. the big theater. And yet, I told you, Carnage, the Venom movie, yeah. made a couple hundred million dollars. So. But it played fast. I mean, I think it burned out. Well, right? the 90-minute runtime. Like, yeah. this was a long movie, by the way. Yeah, it was. Two hours and, what, 10 minutes, maybe? 15 minutes? It had to be longer. 220, maybe? It seemed it. For it to end at 8.55 yeah. would indicate that the it had to be, like, I tell you, though, I gotta tell you, even though it was such a grand movie, like, so world-encompassing and stuff like that, there wasn't a lot of people on screen. I mean, the only people they saw were the Eternals. Yeah, it was self-contained. Yeah. There wasn't a lot there of background a lot of characters. Shots. No, yeah. not really. But that's kind of the perfect yeah. movie for a Marvel movie to for the, the Eternals to remain under the radar of the Marvel characters. They had to be closed to kind of, off. Yeah, you have to yeah. kind of sandbox it in a way. Yeah. We, we talked about that when they were doing the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or no, what was it? Well, uh, some movie we saw, I said, oh, Loki? It felt like they had to keep it from, I guess, no, it was, it was Black Panther, because Black Panther happens in Wakanda. In Wakanda, it's almost specific to what's going on there, but it doesn't really reflect on some of the other Marvel Universe stuff, except for the beginning, where the characters kind of pop in. Yeah. You know, the... So it's like, here's your... Here's your you're a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. You can't do too much that's going to be in the real world. Yeah. So you you kind of find a location that, that seems remote, that Thor is not going to show up. Right, or right, Captain right, America, right, right. No, not Captain America. Well, do you think... Those are all story when things. When the, the somebody, Multiverse of Madness comes out, do you think the reason why they're doing this is so they could really restart... We talked about that before. They oh. could bring they could bring back Captain America yeah. and Iron Man, but different actors or different versions of those characters. Yeah. Because what if these don't work out? What if Shang Chi doesn't work out? What if Eternals doesn't yeah. work out? What if well, been what other big uh, that they worked out? Right? No, I know, but I mean, we're not talking about the major A list yeah. characters anymore. No, and you're the further you get into the C list, yeah. You know, you it's it's all about whether those things click. But if you're building towards another team, like if you're gonna, if you're rebuilding the, the Avengers, Avengers, yeah, or you're, you know, you're building towards that kind of group, yeah, situation, which requires like all the heroes of the Marvel which was universe. what they kind of tried already on Netflix, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if that's what if if you're you've got the Celestials or you've got some kind of, you know, not a universal but a, a galactic threat, yeah, then you're gonna need all those characters and like with Ant-Man Ant-Man didn't do super great no but about it, three it four hundred money million. but yeah. it wasn't like uh, on the same league with uh, the Avengers of, well Iron Man or Captain America Thor or whatever do you think the more. Fantastic Four is going to be the big you know how they all led up to the Avengers movie yeah I feel like that these are all going to be the big payoff there's got to be some reveal with that especially doing the Marvels with the you know it feels like there's there's going to be a reveal yeah. What I mean, that's a perfect way to introduce them. You know, they're they're going to be necessary, and you know maybe, you know maybe an Ant Man. Maybe well because you can't do a zone. space race with the Russians. Yeah. Because that's going to fall flat. I still feel now. like, and again, I'm not writing the thing, but I feel like it would be cool if 
they were there. Yeah. And maybe for some reason the world forgot them because they've been in the uh, quantum zone or whatever. the negative zone. What do you really? Did you, you? Are you hoping they don't do another Doctor Doom? And they go to another hero yeah. or villain because they're well, or villain. Doctor Doom is like is like Lex Luthor and Joker. You know, yeah. it's like if when they did uh, Man of Steel, yeah. the one thing I was really glad of they didn't do is Lex they Luthor. didn't do Lex Luthor. They didn't. They don't need to do Lex Luthor. Just like the, the well, that's um, what I'm saying with Fantastic Four. Every like time they've made a movie, it's been Doctor Doom. Well, it's they like, were doing that with Spider Man and with the Green think, Goblin. Yeah, it's like yeah. Green Goblin doesn't have to be the In only every villain. movie. No. I mean, I understand Lex Luthor can't be part of that if you're doing him as an industrial guy, yeah. or he can be the. Well, look at Spider. I mean, look at guy. Iron Man. Yeah. I would have said the Mandarin right away, yeah. and then when they finally did bring him, it wasn't the Mandarin I was thinking of. Yeah. And I go, well, that's not the one that he fights in the comics. You and know? Iron Man never fought the Crimson Dynamo. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 In Captain America, he only fought the Red Skull that one time yeah. for a couple minutes. But that's fine. I mean, yeah. there's a. You know, an, an issue like I think that was one of the problems with the uh, Superman Returns, whatever Kevin Spacey one was. Oh like, yeah, the yeah. idea that you had to have Lex Luthor, and then you have a, an actor who does like an impression of of uh, Gene Hackman as Pretty Lex much, Luthor. Yeah. You know, it's like there's other villains. That's why I did like Man of Steel so much was because it wasn't. It was odd. Yeah, and it was also the big fight. Yeah, you know, it was it, the the villains had a great motivation. Well, when the Batman movie comes out next year. It's not the Joker. It's uh, yeah. Riddler, I yeah. believe, and then Penguins in it, and Catwoman. Actually, a lot of them are in it. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's it's funny. I don't know if you've been watching. Did you watch the finale of Star Girl? No, I didn't catch up with that no, yet. Because okay, that was last. Only night. one thing at a time. Why? Well, I was did, thinking like, no. It was, do they wrap up that summer school? It's yeah. It was the finale. Yeah. And uh, they wrap up the Eclipso story. Oh, okay. Um, but I was thinking. Uh, I think I I don't haven't been watching Supergirl regularly, but I did have like Rachel was yeah. doing other stuff, so I just left the TV on. Yeah. And what surprised me about Supergirl is that just like with the Flash and with all the other shows, it's become a group comic. Yeah, it is. Or a group, you know, it's like yeah. it's it's Supergirl they have their and team. like five yeah. other characters, which is it's just kind of interesting. Yeah, it's their sister. It's the nobody Martian can be Man like Hunter. a solo character. Though. No. Batwoman, I don't know that show, but I'm assuming. But I'm just saying, it's like the Flash has got yeah. his group, and uh, well, why don't they just call it, you know, like like with Batwoman or whatever? Yeah. It could be Batwoman and the Outsiders. I mean, it's just weird that there's Super there's still Girl, solo Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, there's still solo named um, books, or I mean, books shows. Yeah, but they've all got this big cast, and like Star Girl certainly did that. It's basically Infinity Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, they did the same thing in, in Black Lightning. They had his his kids yeah, be part of Thunder the team. and yeah, yeah, they brought everybody. I up. mean, it, I understand it. Yeah, because basically you have characters you can. Well, it's an with. ensemble show. It becomes right. The, it's yeah. like NCIS or whatever. Or where Flash. You've got, yeah, you've got a show that's kind of got a home base. Right. And right. the guys can talk about stuff where they don't have to actually show. It's it. amazing that they did the Hulk with just Bill Bixby and Ferrigno, <laughs> with only two guys on the whole show for and five years. And it was years. a new cast every every, every week, week. He'd bump into somebody else, which was kind of cool. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I miss a little bit of that. Yeah. And and when you see like the like that trailer for Bat the Batman. Yeah, it'll very likely be good. I mean, I don't have any issues with it. 
but it, the, the trailer. I'm always thinking, how can you screw up a Batman movie? But it's happened. But I'm saying, like when you when you see the trailer, it's like, wow, there's a lot of moving parts. In yeah. It, you know, and again, like Eternals is a group. Thing. It is. It's and an you've ensemble. got like what yeah. eight characters that you just introduced you from scratch, yeah. and you have to, you know. Get up to speed. People don't know those characters. I'd say what? Like so Superman. if you had to dissect it, like the first hour was the introductions. Yeah. And then they assemble the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. And then they kind of explain what the threat well, they was. Even, there's even and then there's point, the last 40, well, there, there's 30 minutes where of they, the battle. Just like a classic kind of group thing. Yeah. They don't want to all do they're it. They're together, it's then they splinter. Yeah. You know, and then they're back together. Yeah. You know, that's it's kind of like a classic setup. Do you think they felt like they had to, like, shoehorn some Marvel stuff in it? Because, honestly, if you never referred to Captain America, it could have been its own thing, really. I mean, I was thinking about it going, if you didn't tell me it was a Marvel movie, I'd be like, is it a Marvel movie? But, I mean, isn't that the same, that's the same criticism that could be thrown at the the comic, the Kirby comic, because Kirby it was purposely, yeah. wanted it somewhat separate, but then Marvel kind of pressured him, so he had like the a Hulk, Hulk robot, yeah, a Hulk tie-in. Yeah. Nothing can happen. I mean, it, it makes sense from Marvel. Well, you know what? I'm just thinking about it now. There's a part of me like, wouldn't the Asgardians who's been around for thousands yeah. of years, wouldn't they kind of like heard of the Celestials or yeah, but, I mean, again, know about If them? you were writing this as a comic, yeah. Thor could show up and say, hey, Cersei. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to have a whole backstory. They could know them. Yeah. They could know they exist. They could, you know, be on... Yeah, I hear you. Just like, you know, there's people that you and I see that we don't At shows, see yeah, often. we're at a convention. It's like, oh, you look. see them once a there's year. There's Icarus. Hey, buddy. Go, oh, hey, What's how up? you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, not everything needs to be explained in a, in a movie. Billions of people yeah. don't need to all know each other. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. What did you think of the music, though? I mean, I thought the music soundtrack was fine, but the yeah. I don't. Well, I, the, the actual score was good. It was, and it's funny. The score was by I the guy who did the Game of Game of Thrones. It's Raman. The I can't remember his last name. Oh, it was um, Jody or this, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah, no, he's good. He did uh, oh, Westworld. As no, well. it sounds like that holiday where they throw the colors at each other. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when I saw it. Yeah, that Hindu holiday. But yeah, he's. Uh, his score was good, oh, and they threw the in a couple of like pop songs. And it's like their Halloween. It's like duh, duh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's that guy. But I saw the name, and I was like, oh, that sounds like yeah, that that special. He did, this, he, did yeah. he did Westworld. He did yeah. Game of Thrones. It, it had that kind of good. If you had to rank them all, where would you throw this one? Or it's on its own. You don't really put it in with the rest. Of it. I would put it in like with Captain Marvel in a way. Yeah, you know, it's not in, incredibly tied in. Even Shang Chi, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, no, so I'm like, yeah, well, I think Shang Chi was good, but it was, yeah. it was. Uh, I think that relied a lot on the Marvel yeah, history. Yeah, where this does not. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, because Shang Chi had the Mandarin, and he had the rings. And, but it was still somewhat of a separate thing, which is cool. No, you know what's so funny though? Now that I'm thinking about the end of um, Shang Chi, which is on Disney next week, Disney Plus, the oh, 12th. It? Yeah. Um, there was a space reference at the end of it. They said, oh, these right. ten rings right, right. came from outer space or sent a right. signal we don't know where. Right, right. And then I'm thinking in this movie there's another reference to rings and yeah. space stuff. Well, everything's so, leading to space. So that's the That's why wave. you keep yeah. thinking it's going to be Galactus. Well, if, even or if the it Silver Surfer. If you, if you like set yourself up thinking it's going to be something, then you're going to yeah. be disappointed. 
I mean, that's how it always works. It's like we're gonna, our brains are working off of mm. forty years of. So, yeah, I know. I know. I'm sitting there watching this. And going, you start plugging stuff. I'm in watching. Oh wait, this character is going to be that character. Yeah. And this character. So you think the next time the Eternals will show up, you're going to be in more of a space picture. So you're thinking it's going to be Guardians. It's going to be a couple years before. Or we they see could show up in the Marvels. Or in the Thor. Or Thor. They or could Thor in the Marvels. Any, any, any yeah, of the yeah. space pictures. Because I mean, think about it, Thor. The Marvels, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, those are all like space. Yeah, and then you know, Spider-Man's got to be like Doctor Strange, and yeah. Spider-Man's going to be street level guys. I mean, they're building, they're building their next big event, which is is kind of cool. I know it's like all the all the Marvel Disney Plus ones. They got Moon Knight coming on. We got Hawkeye coming on. She-Hulk. It's all basically street level. Yeah, which is what they did with the uh, the Defenders. Yeah. Luke and Cage I still and all feel that. like that was underrated in a way. Well, I mean, Daredevil, I think, was really well I done. think the Defenders as a series was actually good, too. And again, because of the Daredevil stuff was yeah. really, was kind of crucial to it. I told you, I like Jessica Jones. Go here. Yeah, you can take a break. I like, yeah, the Jessica Jones, and it, it, it sustains itself yeah. in, uh, like, I felt like Jessica Jones, like, leaned a little too heavy on Purple Man. Yeah, I would have just popped that guy's head. After and it's like called it a day. Four. Ripped his tongue yeah. out. Yeah. Did but, you know what's so funny? I just read a, a reminder. Speaking of Doctor Who, the guy that was uh, Smith. What was the last one's name? Oh, whatever. The guy with the big forehead. He came after David Tennant. The guy who's in the. the no, last not David. No, not Tennant. No, it, the guy who's he's in the last night in Soho thing. That oh, and he's out. in the the royal Matt thing. Smith. Matt Smith. Yeah. That's it. He was cast, or going to be cast, into Rise of Skywalker as a big character that's going to change the history of the way you know Star Wars. Huh. Okay, that never happened. It was one of those things I remember reading oh, no, the casting news. Yeah, it left. And I never remembered it. And then they, he referenced it the other day. They go, whatever happened to that? He goes, yeah, I was casting it. And then they were writing something. And then something happened and J.J. Abrams threw me out. But I was supposed to be a very big role in the movie. Uh-huh. And everyone's like, well, I wonder who he was going to play. But it was going to be a bad guy. And yeah. they're like, I bet you he was going to be the emperor as a young guy at the end of the movie when they bring him back. They was like, oh. why did he come back as an old man? Wouldn't he be reborn as a young guy? Well, that does make sense. And I was like, oh, probably that's what the part yeah. was. And then they just threw it out the window. Yeah, why would you? I mean, again, we, we I think we talked about the that. The Rise of Skywalker is like, a mess. But I'm saying, like, what is, what's the, the plus for being this guy? Yeah. You know, you get to be all crippled up and yeah. That's why I was like, wait, if you're gonna if you're gonna clone yourself, yeah, I mean, why would you clone yourself as an old man? You'd be a young guy again. No, I mean, it seems like you know. Yeah, they they screwed that one. Like, wow, there's no plus to being you. Like Patrick Stewart. Spoiler alert for Picard. I watched that one. Uh Oh, you didn't watch it? Not yet. Okay, forget it then. Well, it's the same thing. Basically, (laughs) he's old. He's ninety in that show, and he gets a chance to be come back. And he picks to be a 90-year-old man. I go, no 90-year-old man would say, yes, I want to redo my life. And I want to be well, in the same decrepit body. Wait you're 90 and you go, oh, if only we could redo those podcasts that we did. Yeah, yeah, that's 55. it. 55. All right, so we're wrapping this up because we're pulling into my house now. So this story, it's been a long one. you got to yeah. keep going. Yeah. Go past that stop sign yeah. sign and take a right. And that's it. That's the Eternals. Done. Now it's off to see Spider Man. That's the, the next end. big movie. Wait, what's next? Spider Man. Yeah. Oh wow! Into the whatever it's called. Oh, into the wacky. No way home. No way home. Into the wacky. Into the wacky verse. All right, that's it. Let me take my poster. All right, I'll see you later, <laughs> kitties. Goodbye.